Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, yeah, Jordan, <laughs> and joining us from beyond the grave, a returning guest, Victoria, is back on the podcast. How's the afterlife treating you? <laughs> Should we haunt That sounds Wait, scary. Uh, did, you, did you mean Queen Victoria from like... From like the like the England eras? No, the other dead bitch. Well, England actually doesn't have an era. I don't know what I meant by that, but uh, the let's England just England eras. Like yeah, England Vic, doesn't exist anymore. Ice pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice pick. I ice pick. Vic is back. Everybody. This week we're going to be taking a look at Dreamland by Glass Animals, released in 2020, and it was picked by Victoria. Why did you choose this album? Um. Oh, sorry. I'm being told to come closer to the, the mic. This <laughs> just in. Um, I picked this album because I mean, you play it all the time, so I was like, easy no brainer. But also, mm-hmm. Glass Animals like one of my top favorite like mm-hmm. bands. We're it's like, like a recent. We're like three of your top five albums this year from this album. Yes. <laughs> Wait. This right, song sorry. on the unwrap one. Yeah. You said albums from this album. Yes. Oh, so silly so of me. So it's it's, it's, fine. it's fine. I'll, I'll let it slide. We can still get married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't marry a ghost. What do you mean? True. That's literally true. illegal, but. We gotta make ghost merch. Guess that wedding's canceled. Oh, yeah, ghost merch. <laughs> David, buy our ghost get the merch. deposit back. So, is it like invisible shirts that you guys sell? Yes, exactly. Or yeah. do you guys like believe in ghosts and so it's like a translucent shirt we'll have to workshop it we'll have to workshop it um it's just a short part like like a, what are those things called like the the trash bags with hoods that you buy as like disposable raincoats ponchos. oh yeah, ponchos. Like, poncho ponchos. yeah i said parka i was like that's not the right word <laughs> like, what are those trash bags with hoods <laughs> You know, you know what I mean. See, it's it, just it brought the right thing to listen mind. Listen up, podcast ponchos. Yeah. Somehow it's ghost themed. All right, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. <laughs> um, so, Jordan, how, or I guess Jordan and Nick, how familiar were you guys with this album? You go first, Nick. <laughs> uh, well, we're just going to let the listener anticipate your your response here. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was pretty familiar with it because I checked it out more after we did the first glass animals album or after we did we did the second glass animals album but it was the first one we'd done on the podcast it's a it was called how to be a human being right jay uh-huh. yes yeah yeah, yeah it was <clears throat> yeah and uh i knew <clears throat> i knew tokyo drifting off this album before i had ever listened to that album but um uh-huh. after listening to how to be a human being i went to this one Found out I really enjoyed uh, Tangerine, Heat Waves. Uh, I really like Dreamland too, just the title track. Mm-hmm. Bro. But, uh, yeah, so I've I've become relatively pretty familiar with it over the past couple months, just because of uh, I, I enjoy the first album. So that's so Jordan, weird. Were, how, how familiar were you? 
literally the three songs i already knew tokyo drifting like nick and the only two songs i started were tandrian heatwave also <laughs> which they're the most popular songs too they're but, so good um but i also one of my friends uh you guys th- 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 this is a fake name but it's close enough his name's neroy and uh you guys know who i'm talking about right <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay okay oh i think but uh He's a mechie, but um, he posted he posted that on a story, uh, Tokyo Drifting. And I was like, oh, let okay. me check this out because it has Denzel Curry in it. And I was just feeling like interested that day. Like I usually don't do that for a lot of songs, but I was like, oh, let me just let me let me try this today. And it was such a good song. I did not listen to the Say, rest of the hey. album though, hey, but bro. because it's the only song really featuring anybody, but it's also featuring Denzel Curry too. So like, it's just good. But yeah, so about only uh, only only Denzel Curry. So what I knew. Yeah. So how did you feel after checking out the entirety of the album? Oh, how I was gonna say. About it? Sorry, I was gonna say also that people posted a lot on their stories because they really like this album as well. Um. But um. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot though. Yeah, dude. Like, it's kind of in my realm of. Mm-hmm. I like, like some electronic beats. music. 8018 like, stuff. I'm to th- yeah, yeah. It kind of has a cool... Uh... I can't think of like the word. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Like, It has a very like like uh, hip-hop sound. Yes, yes. In all it's, of the beats. And and also I think I think it's very modern, which maybe if you guys showed yeah. me some like beats from like earlier i don't know maybe i wouldn't like it so much but this is definitely a very modern uh feel and i definitely this is more my style of music anyways yeah maybe not rap specifically but it's like more just more modern music yeah because i know um the guy who uh, he's like the front man his name's uh dave bailey mm-hmm. uh he drew like a lot of his he, he cut his teeth on beat making listening to a lot of like 90s and early 2000s hip-hop so like a lot of his beats even if they are in this weird psychedelic indie genre there's still the underlying influences there so that i could definitely see that yeah and this album is, is really prominent a lot more than yeah. i feel like on um definitely than zabo but yeah definitely more i'd say Zabo's more of like a like a trippy album yeah Zabo's has got like rainforest noises yes. and it's, it's good. very weird, but good. But it's, yeah, but that's it's... like, I would say that's my favorite album by them, mm-hmm. and this one's like second. Really? Yeah, yeah. I really like all of their works, and they're all very different in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like they occupy different realms of the sound sphere. Sounds uh, like yeah, this I... one. Is, yeah, this one's this one's I know very exactly new. What that is. Yeah. Can we exactly. trademark that? Can uh, we trademark this one's very sphere? new and has like, dude. Let's do it. We're gonna make merch. We're, we're going crazy right so, now. So, sound a sound sphere. Are you on the outside of the sphere, or are you in the center of the sphere? And then, like, all the stuff is, like, <laughs> coming knows, at you. You know? Oh. Am I an observer or a participant? Am I a wave or a particle? Who knows? Interesting. Both. Holy cow. This, sorry. Quantum sound sphere. Deep quantum? question, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we quantum as hell. <laughs> I, uh, for some strange reason... Um, with how much I, because I, I was, I enjoyed how to be a human being like a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do enjoy this album more. 
And yeah. with you talking about how psychedelic and strange their first album is, I feel like I would probably like it even more than this album, but I still haven't listened to yeah, it. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. To. You definitely gotta give Zabo a listen. Mm-hmm. There's some like weird, really like there's some songs on it that just out of nowhere you're just like vibing along to it, and if you listen to the words, they're like super dark, really, <laughs> like incredibly dark, and you're just like, "Yo, whoa, oh. what?" But they're good. Wait, I was happy. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I thought I was chilling in the rainforest. It's like happy. Now you're talking about like with like a splash of depressed, like depression, attacking like, someone with a hatchet or something. What's going on? Oh. Stabbing someone with a bolo knife, you know, it's crazy. Bolo. Their, uh, uh, their biggest song is on there, right? Gooey? Yeah, and I don't know if it was their, <laughs> if it's still their biggest. Gooey. I would imagine that probably, like, Ewey, Ewey. Waves. Ewey, Ewey. Heat Waves got Ewey. absolutely ginormous. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Gooey technically came played out more than Heat Waves. Yeah, but I think that it, probably if you look at the trends of, like, it's played more because it's had the long. It's been out six years longer. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So if you look at, I think like the the derivative of that the the graph would be higher for heat waves probably. I gotcha. Um, but yeah, scene. Gooey is Gooey's was their first like big attention getting. And uh, it's song. as like weird so as weird. it sounds. It's so weird. <laughs> Gooey. Fresh out of it. Don't go in. Don't go in listening to the song thinking it's going to be a normal song. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. I, Maybe I might, don't even listen to the lyrics the first time through. I might have touched on this the last time we did theirs, but I found it in an interview with him where they were like, "So how do you like how do you come up with your your words for the songs?" And he was like, "Well, honestly, um, for a lot of stuff, you know, we start with a beat." And then we'll add more to it. And then I'll write the lyrics to just kind of like flow with the beat. He says, so most of them are like nonsensical. Um, and that was definitely the case with Zaba. I think, you know, later on they're more intentional. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you can tell that it's just like weird, vaguely gibberish. That's kind of the 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 songwriting method that I get from the vibe of their music that i have listened mm-hmm. to like it it seems kind of musical centered and then they they come up with lyrics around a central theme for a song or around some kind yeah. of concept like every every uh song on how to be a human being was mm. like representative of a different character on the cover like yeah but there, there's a there's a cohesive theme but like it seems a little nonsensical if you don't really have an explanation to it or like dig into it yourself you know like on a first listen right. you might be like uh, that's kind of weird. What What is he talking about? <laughs> I don't know what any of this yeah, means. That's <laughs> how I felt about um, Deja Vu or like Your Love or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I listened to it, actually like up until today when I looked at the lyrics, I was like, oh, that's depressing. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, it just like makes me feel so good. And it was the top song for like my Spotify on 2020. It was your number one. Right? It was my number yeah. one. And I was like, like, Literally just today, I looked at the lyrics and I was like, oh, this oh, is man. about being trapped in a relationship. That's dark. Yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> nothing like, about that, right, Vic? Blink twice if... Uh... She's dead now. Oh, it's, oh, it's she's blinking a lot. We have to she's cut gone. the podcast early. Um, sorry, <laughs> folks. Lost connection to the um, afterlife. 
<laughs> no, but they, they even said it to themselves. Like, like they, um, like I have like a little, little screenshot of this, what he said. Aww. And Dave was like, Dave Bailey was like, uh, this song is as honest as it gets for glass animals. A personal reflection of dysfunction in its darkest, most impactful moment. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that. This album is like autobiographical. Uh, like Dave, he drew on just various past experiences of his. Interesting. Um, so this, so this is a very like autobiographical piece of work. And if you have Spotify, it's all annotated in Spotify under the songs. Really? Like, there's like it a is, little yeah, story that, time that, feature. Yeah. Oh, you if you're listening through. to it on it on a uh, mobile. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think desktop has that. But yeah, yeah. if you look, wow, if you listen to it on mobile, you can do the thing where you like. It shows up the little cards and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. do you only listen to Spotify on your desktop then? No, I do it. In, I, I, if if I'm going somewhere, it's it's most of the time. If I'm going somewhere, it's on my phone, obviously. But I'm honestly on my desktop a lot right now because of like COVID and stuff. So, right. and because I play video games sometimes, you know, not that often, but sometimes, you sometimes, sometimes. So it's it's, it's a plug. No, no, no. <laughs> Twitch, no. <laughs> Go check out my uh, Twitch. No, I sometimes play over it. No, I mean more just because uh, it's just it, it's 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 what I do the most. It's just probably be on my computer a lot. It's just a lot easier to have it on my uh, computer, and it plays through my headphones anyway. So yeah. makes sense. Uh, man, that's great for an audio podcast, huh? <laughs> I was, just, I was just showing off my skeletal fingers. Yeah, you did. You had to do that with your hands. Uh, but yeah, dude, like this album, it's it's one of those ones for me where I just I thoroughly enjoy listening to it from start to finish. Yeah. Like at no point do I go, all right, I'm ready to skip this song. Like <laughs> everyone is unique in its own way, and I enjoy every like I enjoy something about every single one. Honestly, like, all that. I didn't write something down for all of them because yeah, we don't have that time. But I did. I did like. There's there's aspects of every song that I like. I even like the fact that there's like the little, um, like little home, home movie, movie in- interludes. interludes. Yeah, yeah. And how they like transition. Like one mm-hmm. of them, I think just maybe it's both of them. But the one I know for sure like transitions to like the next song is like 1994. Mm-hmm. Like home movie nineteen ninety four, and then Hot Sugar, it like starts and like it starts the next song. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's cool, man. It's we- kind of like. Oh, oh, sorry, go, Jamie. Go, go. Oh, oh, I was just saying, it's kind of like the cool, um, like the little after song sections of like Good Kid, Mad City, where it's uh, like yeah. details from, you know, in this case, Dave's like 
I'm pretty sure that those are actual like home VHS movies of his because it sounds so yeah. of that time. So actually, it seems like yeah, he, like just like digitized the home movies and then used that as like his mom or whoever that is. Um, that make that makes a lot more sense because mm. when you said that it was autobiographical, like I was like when I first listened through, I was like, weird. Why are these home movies in here? Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I was just like. Why is he here? Right. But then, since you said that it was a, a biography of his life, then yeah, so it I, makes sense. Yeah, I think that that is actually, like, you know, I haven't found a new place to confirm that. But it just seems weird to, like, if that's not actually his personal childhood home videos. And it, <laughs> it seems like a weird detail to just record and then create for that. Yeah. But it's a cool touch if it's, like, actually, you know, from that time period when he was you know a, a small boy growing up it's weird because like well like the first two are definitely just like clips mm-hmm. but then there's like actual music in like the last two so like yeah he definitely added to that those if they right. are like home movies so i'm not really sure which like yeah Oh well, th- yeah. There's definitely like cl- like for some reason he mixed the second two a lot more than he did the first two, which I guess that's just like creator, what well, like just what he wanted yeah. to do. But I was just like, I was like, why did why did these two have so much more popularity than the first two? And it's because like those are like not a song, but like kind of a song, yeah, a little bit. And and that could also be from a creative standpoint. I mean, by that time in the album, it. A lot of it, it feels like it starts to flow together a little bit more, and mm-hmm. just that last half of the album feels a little more cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they seem a lot more similar in the song. So maybe as a product of that, he kind of blended the lines a little bit more with the home movies too. I um, assumed that it was like in the beginning, it's not like really mixed with music because mm-hmm. like his life wasn't like centered around music at that point. Uh, but like uh, later on in his life, like kind of... right now. It has more music in it because that's oh. what he's like focused on, and that's what he's like really oh, involved be. in. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Could be. Um, yeah, I. So there, there's a confession in order, in that one of the best songs on the album is "Tangerine," right? Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but someone like up until recently just didn't like that song at all. It was Leo, not me, <laughs> for sure, not me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> did she did she change it's her big, opinion I've, just I've... for the podcast? No, 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 no. no it's been, it, was, it was it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Jamie okay. started playing it, and I guess I tried to skip it in the car, and he was like, "This is the best song off the entire album." And I was like, <laughs> "I mean, not really. I didn't like it because it was really repetitive, yeah. and it yeah, sounded yeah. like." this whole three minute song was like 20 seconds but just over and over again but now i'm like wow this is actually really upbeat and good maybe i was just in like a sad mood and i was like i gotta skip this song every time it comes on i guess but yeah like i like it especially the um like most notably like the you let the devil in all you talk is money money you let the devil in and all you talk is money 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 that whole session and then yeah. the part where it's just like you got friends on repeat on repeat like i really dig that section every time i just kind of like 
get more into it every time he says on repeat i bob my head a little bit more it's 223 you got friends on repeat on repeat on repeat on repeat on repeat on repeat i wish i could show you more of yourself i wish i could and then there's like the drop right there that's like one of my favorite moments on the whole album <laughs> and then it says daddy tangerine <laughs> Tiny freckles in your eyes. Dude, that the course so I love the chorus of it, but I that was definitely one of the moments where I I was like, okay, I have no idea what it says other than tangerine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It still is kind of nonsense, but it's like hands hands, knees, please, tangerine. Or hands, knees, feet, please, tangerine. tangerine. Or something. So what what does the what tangerine flash. have to do with the song? Um I don't know. It's just tangerine. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Um, maybe I should have. So I apparently, I, I just looked it up. I don't know why okay. I didn't read this before the podcast. But uh, according to Dave Bailey, he says, The idea of the tangerine is that it's developed thick, bitter skin that tastes like shit. Maybe there's something nice hidden inside, but if you leave it too long, the skin just gets harder and more withered. And the sweetness inside dries up. Sometimes you can see a little speckle of who is this person. Wait, of who this person used to be through their eyes. You latch onto the... It goes for a little longer. But I think the... That's right. I yeah. think the gist is like... Huh. Uh, if you take the time to like build a deeper relationship with mm-hmm. someone, you can dig through the outer bitter skin you know mm-hmm. yeah don't just eat the sense. flesh it's like shrek it, yeah, it's like it's an also, onion it just has layers oh. you know oh, it's also kind of <laughs> i think it's like if you're in a relationship with someone whether it be like romantically or just whatever relationship but if you know someone for a long time and then they start to like change and stuff like that i think that that's also kind of feeds into like what it is like um, your daddy tangerine <laughs> yeah like your daddy tangerine like you're you want them to be what they were not that you're still hung up on like what they were not what they are kind I of got thing. you i got yeah. you yeah because because like the the pre-course is uh i wish i could show you more of yourself i wish i can make you somebody else but i left it way too late are you stuck in your own ways all right so you just heard a cut um <laughs> gotta love discord but yeah i was just talking about how um, based on based on like those lines from the pre-chorus, it, it seems like it's also more about um, just feeding more into the idea of like being attached to what was, not what is now. You mm-hmm. know, sad that you've waited this long to call someone out oh. on their shit. I think that's sad. Yeah, well, I, dude, so many of these songs. I mean, that's the kind of the thing. It's like, I guess that's what happens when you're whatever late twenties and you make us an album that just reflects back on your failures and some successes in life. Aww, you know, yeah. Like in Tokyo Drifting, the whole section that's uh, that I love. But the part where it's like, uh, he just keeps saying, Wavy Davies on fire.
And the the why those lines exist is because he made that beat and he was like, yeah, this sounds really tight. But then he didn't. So he originally made it, I think, for Denzel Curry or like for someone else. And then he didn't feel in the kind of persona he normally sings with. Okay. It, like his performative persona, he was like, I don't know if, I don't know if this doesn't really fit into, it was something about like he wasn't quite comfortable being on like that level of just like straight up almost hip hop of a beat. Okay. And then he like created mentally a new persona called Wavy Davy, who would be like someone who would be on that kind of thing. I don't know. I read it. I was like. Wait, That's like a, a new persona? Wavy yeah, it was almost like, like how... he method acted his way to sing that song to make it more comfortable for him to get in that pocket. Interesting. Doesn't um, That's interesting. Nicki Minaj have like a like a persona, like a she has like another persona. Like when she sings certain parts, she sings it in like a different voice mm-hmm. and that's her like that's persona. Like the other, like, yeah. Probably I could see it because I know oh, that Nika. she definitely does does a lot of vocal modulation. But I think we've talked about that like forever ago, right? Like in an er- a way earlier episode, we talked. Like I always think that that's a really cool thing that some artists do, where they like create certain personas, and the fact that they can use that to alter their headspace for like comfortability and stuff like that, I think is really. It's cool. kind of like acting, but yeah, it yeah, is like not. Acting. It's like method acting, but I don't know. It, it, but you don't normally think of that in regards to music you know singing yeah um, yeah like chris gaines yeah like chris gaines that was uh when probably decided to make it like all indie know. album who and he tried to become a new art garth brooks he did that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure garth was the one who tried to make chris gaines and he was gonna make a movie about it oh, that's like hannah montana it's, it's so weird it, that's that's a whole other thing. Does he wear a blonde wig? No, I don't remember, and I haven't looked into that much about it. There's on another podcast I listen to. They they've got the Chris Gaines zone. You're talking they're just trying to bring up Chris Gaines facts. <laughs> You're talking about like Thunder, Thunder Rolls Garth Brooks, right? Yeah, like Garth Brooks. There's only one Garth Brooks. Yeah, but like just Thunder him trying Rolls. to be indie is what's baffling me. So weird. It's so he only put out one album, I'm pretty sure, and it, everyone and he, <laughs> it was like, that tried bad? to do it as like we tried to do it as like pass off as like a new artist. And everyone was like, "Aren't aren't you just Garth Brooks Bro, in this a is weird you. disguise?" <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in uh, in Tokyo Drifting, where there's that part where you just keep saying like Wavy Davies on fire. Yeah. And then there's that awesome. Um, it's like a a crescendoing. I don't know what it is, but it sounds like some sort of brass instrument, but I don't think it's real. I think it's some sort of, um, like, synthesized horn section, but it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the part where you cut what you're saying and you put the actual audio clip in? No, I'll probably make that sound and then play the audio. That's normally... Depending on how ridiculous, like the comedy level of it, I will okay, play around okay. with that. But it's the no, but then that, it could also be an inside joke because, like, they don't know. Oh, uh, but it's funnier if, if, that if was... I put what we sing into the shit. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because because you know, 
That's honestly pretty. We fun. live our lives like open books. Go actually listen to the song. It's way better than the the little <laughs> no, robot noises that <laughs> Jamie was just but making. But it's the part that immediately, and then it comes in with Denzel Curry starts his like you know his verse, which is awesome. Hey, what is everybody talking about when they want to live fast, but I'd rather walk it out? Niggas want to talk about a G, but I spin a G on a twelve teeth in my mouth. Now it's exotic, it feel like a trout on my wrist or a spot on my wrist with a spider up in it. Everything gotta be eighty, and you keep the twenty percentage. You know that I get it, I'm on it, I'm hitting. If you try to take it, the cook it, extending. I'm back on my bullshit like Jordan, I'm pivoting. If this is my life, then I'm Tokyo drifting. It's so short, but it's so good. Oh, his his whole feature, dude. On it's there? yeah, his his feature on there is so good. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of the best Curry features I think. There's not, I can't even think of a lot of Curry features right now, just because a lot of his songs that he makes are pretty popular. Yeah. As far as a feature goes, dude. Oh, it's so good. Oh, but yeah, and 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 then the way that he just ends the the. He like mic drops the end of his verse with the like name of the song. It's awesome. It's so, it, so it goes pow- so hard. I always feel so powerful listening to that song because Denzel Curry just starts mm. screaming on the chorus and it gets like yeah. higher and higher. He's like, "I'm Tokyo drifting!" Woo! And then just like explode. Like the song just yeah. like explodes. Dude, dude, it's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of. I also. I really dig. Pretty much the whole song of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, uh, which is about a friend of his. So he lived in Texas for a little bit as a kid before he moved back to England. Um, and, Wavy Davy? Yeah, Wavy Davy. Wavy, Wavy Davy yeah. himself. Wavy Davy. Yeah. yeah, he was like, he, he went, as a kid, he lived in Texas. Um, and. The Space Ghost Coast to Coast is about, like, his childhood best friend who attended a school shooting. What? Yeah. Because the whole song's about, like, remember when we were kids, you know, just chilling Pokemon and bottle rockets and all that shit. Oh, and then it's like, and he had a gun on the first day of high school. Yeah, that's yeah, in Dreamland. So that's, that's in Dreamland, but it references. Interesting. There's so many, is that almost, his friend, though? That's, yeah, I assume so. Is that a different friend? <laughs> he needs to make new friends. I mean, oh. But yeah, it was that one. But this, because anytime he talks about it, he he says like he, he doesn't go into too much detail because he's like the guy's actually like come out of that dark time. And he's actually like built up a life for himself, so to, so he doesn't want to like dox him or anything. Um, but yeah, he said that the whole song is about having this person who you were like just these innocent kids, and then you hear about years later how they were trying to do this like horrific did he thing. actually do it no or they like they like found them on like the it? way into school okay they found the gun or something and then so he didn't actually like like shooting anyone or anything but like he, he brought a gun to school to plan to do that um yeah there's like the start of it has like that first little um beat drop There's that bridge section where he talks about Dunkaroos and whatever. And then 
it, there's just silence, and then there's like that little like, clicking sound. Yeah. You think that your space goes, your it goes to coast. Look that shit, now I go my way and you go yours. It's like a like a marimba or something like the. Yeah, but it, it's just like a drone of something. It sounds, um, it sounds like clobs if you hit them together. They have that specific ringing sound of them, uh, which are like uh, two fiberglass sticks that sound like super high pitched if you hit them together just right. It's used a lot if you're if you do if you're marching drill or something. Hmm. You use it as a kind of like a metronome just to keep time with the beat. Uh, I put that. It and that's what it like sounds a... like. It sounded like the song Animals by Martin Garrix. Do you remember that EDM song? Yeah. That when the drop comes in and there's that clicking noise that's that's really signature in the song. Yeah. It reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's somewhere similar. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but yeah, then there's that. And then there's just another, like, the drop happens before the final verse again. I love that. That's another one of my, like, I look forward to it when I'm listening to the album. There are points in my mind where, like, mental checkpoints are like okay okay this is next awesome. <laughs> let's move on and then you mix it up and you put it in shuffle oh i did that one time and so the whole movie that was supposed to be hot sugar <laughs> yeah. was not hot sugar and i was <laughs> like wait a second why did hot sugar start to play and then it didn't play yeah because that's the one where it literally like it starts and then hot sugar has a little bit it's like the whole movie finishes playing at the start of the song yeah that chorus is awesome in that song. The Hot Sugar Chorus. Hot sugar in the afternoon. I wish that we could be real too. Hot sugar in the afternoon. I wish that we could be real too. So cool. We don't talk. Hotels and alcohol. Cool paintings on the wall. Hot rubber on the top. I don't want to be around you. Just want to be like you. I did like that song a lot too. That was a song I used to not like as much off the album, and listening to it again for this podcast, I was like, well, "Why did I not like this song? Like, this is one of my new favorite songs from the album." Like, yeah, it's good, and that was actually, um, I think, I think Dave said that's his favorite song from the album. Okay, it's Hot Sugar. From a uh, like making it from like a production standpoint, he just he, he liked that the most. I got you. I, I re- if I remember correctly, he said. So, that Dave, why? We're listening, Dave. We're listening. <laughs> he didn't He's answer. just in. He doesn't give a fuck. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, and Melon and the Coconut. He said he he took a nap, woke <laughs> up, and recorded it, and like produced it, made it, recorded it, and in an hour. It took him an hour. He I woke think... up from a nap, made it in an hour, and then they tried to do more with it past the demo standpoint and they were like just loses its charm let's just leave it like it was i think that one's like the most random off the entire album yeah well, not the, the short... home movies or anything but right. that one and i'm like is this a different album and it's like and i was like it feels like you're like walking through someone's house and like one of their rooms is just like bright green and then the rest of them are white yeah it is a bit random i like that weird the like slide guitar solo on it though 
guitar is that him singing no i'm pretty sure that's i'm pretty sure that's a slide guitar okay like some sort of some sort of like slide instrument whether it be a real guitar or like one of those little the digital yeah pad things you can draw on with a stylus and do that with it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if someone like obviously i know that's like probably a an instrument but like sometimes they pitch their voices really high just like sound like an instrument or something or like almost where it's like inaudible and you don't even know anymore whether it's an instrument or their voice Mm -hmm. but i do think because it sounds a lot like a really yeah uh a really effect heavy like some sort of like a like an actual slide guitar like a slide on a resonator yeah i can't really hear Uh, lyrics like 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 i'm I'm thinking of like the end of runaway where he just like distorts his voice like (laughs) and then like eats the microphone yeah he's been Yeah, basically. Oh gosh, I peaked so hard. <laughs> that waveform's gonna be terrible. I'm gonna be listening to this. Man. The whole thing's just I hope like you a blue. That, that happened, dude. There's, there's literally a blue rectangle oh, in Audacity just because of how high. <laughs> the... I know. I'm. I'm definitely gonna forget. Sounds like you're talking underwater. Yeah, I'm gonna forget that this happened. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Kill my ears. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, I, I think my favorite part in uh, in your love is the. Uh, like the night by night, and then where he starts going, I want you to eat me alive. Want you to eat me alive. That song reminds me of like uh, Breeze Blocks a little bit. I can see it. Where, like, at the end of uh, Breeze Box, it's like, this is by Aldrey, not by Glass Animals. Right. Um, it goes, what does it say? Please don't go. I'll eat you whole. I love you so. I right. love you so. Yeah, I love you so. Because it's like the where it's the like, wild things are thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like the same line a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then repetitive. So it's like, oh, you know. Same song. I can see it. There's, there's definitely in the the mental bleed over. They sound there. very different, but just that like one line right, reminds me bleed, of that song. Alt pop cannibalism. Same song. Uh, Same pop, song. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all about it. All about it. Uh, how did how uh, how did you guys like waterfalls coming out of your mouth or coming out your mouth? Anyone have any notes on that one? Any notes <laughs> on uh, waterfalls? Um, <laughs> I don't think I did on that one specifically. Specifically, the first verse, second line. <laughs> uh, I do know the uh, the line you're referencing, but uh, I I didn't think I remembered the song title like at all. I was like, oh, what is this song? I don't remember listening to this, but I feel like I've heard the the intro melody somewhere else. I, I don't know where, but. I 
maybe I I I, I maybe I'll I'll give it a re-listen mm-hmm. after this and I'll mm-hmm. see if I can place it. Also, but what is uh, the second second line? Oh, I'm gonna read your mind, uh, big dicks and big old titties on the slide. I couldn't even like hear that when I was. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's first yeah. time listening through. I was like, Jamie, what did that song like? First. We heard Time, it and we both were like the album released huh? that day. Listen through the whole album. That part came on, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then we we backed <laughs> it up because we were like, "There's no way." <laughs> it's very funny, but it's actually a very cool, insightful line because it's talking about you know the narrator in this case might it might be like repressing you know some sort of like bisexuality or something. Yeah, I hear it now uh, also. Yeah, but dude, I love. Okay, so that song. I would play it up until that line, and then I I would play it like a meme song, and then, out of nowhere, I was just like, wait, this is actually really good. It's a really good song. He's like, yeah. it said penis. I said, I said <laughs> big like, dicks. You're like, wait, my small, you're like, my small male brain can't handle this <laughs> hilarity and this comedy. It's just too advanced for me. I have but to then, like, to that. The, the rhythm, like the rhythmic delivery of every line it just it's so good and the part where he sounds um where he's like there's kind of a breakdown it's like ooh, it sounds like kind of spacey and then uh it sounds like clap clap you're a clever clever cookie now <laughs> and then there's just an a, a like huge hit and then he just starts saying waterfalls coming out your mouth over and over and there's just like a it's like a cacophony of sound it's just incredible. I love it every time. That's another one of the the mental checkpoints. There's like there's like a little distortion on his voice. Like it's almost it's Mm -hmm. almost clipping, but it's that's not what it is. It's just distortion. It's it's cool. Yeah, right. It's it's just like full. It's it's another one of those moments where you just if you're listening in the headphones, it's just full like envelopment of sound. Yeah, it's awesome. Like being in an orchestra. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like Like front row or front row. Yeah, I guess the sound would constructively interfere if you were sitting at that point um sounds crazy uh (laughs) for sure sure, i also i used to so the low point for me on the album used to be it's also incredibly loud Mm um when because i used to not listen to this album it was just song different songs would come on on shuffle or daily mixes and stuff and every time that one came on i'd be like i don't know i'm just gonna skip it but that one i like a lot if if you can sit through it and just like listen to the build-up all the way through because then just at the end where he starts saying like it's also incredibly loud if you have it on a speaker or something it just it does get loud it gets so loud <laughs> it's actually loud. it's awesome that's an it's yeah he didn't lie no he he, he he was not capping. 
No cap. It is also incredibly loud. It really is loud. Like, I... The bigger thing... Like, this is an excellent album to listen... Like, to just throw on while you're taking a shower. I don't know what it is. I listen to it on the way to work because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like... Okay, minus the words being very sad. The beat alone is, like, enough to make me happy. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wow, I feel good. And then I go to work and then... Less good, but oh. 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 Uh. <laughs> no, like I don't listen to the words really for songs. Yeah. I'm all about like how the yeah, beat definitely... makes me feel, and like if the beat makes me feel good, then I'll listen to the song. But then the song ends up being about like his friend being <laughs> a sh- a school and shooter, and shooter. then yeah. I'm like, wait, what? That happened? I'm just like, you coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> did uh did you guys know you go, do you guys know what space ghost coast to coast is no. yeah it's an old uh it's an old um adult swim show like cartoon space show Jam. it's an close, old adult so swim show where they take like a 1960s uh superhero called space ghost and then it's like him he's a talk show I, re- I read about it i i know you've said that you've seen it but it's basically like taking that character and making like a parody talk show where he just interviews other like heroes, right? I watched I watched one episode of so it's it, not space. And I was Jam. like, how does this not show have a cult following? Like it was just weird, and I like weird stuff. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like I I'm not. I remember you saying that because I, I don't at get work, it. I, I, yeah, I I know because at work and I originally only knew about it because you, I knew it was a TV show because you said that, but mm-hmm. then I I read like what the actual show was. But yeah, because I put this on in the office one day at work, and you were like, what's the name of this song? <laughs> you're like, that's a weird 90s adult swim show. But I know Did you say you saw, watched it on like HBO Now or some shit? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or Max? Yeah, they have like a bunch. Go? Of, Which uh, one is it? It's HBO Max. They have a big back catalog of adult swim cartoons and animation and stuff. Dave Bailey, I think he's pretty big into like animated stuff. Like, doesn't he like Adventure Time? He references them on some song on how to be a human being i think i just can't remember which song it is i think it's the i think it's probably on season two episode three. Oh yeah, yeah that sounds right because that's the one uh that because that's that's all about like arcade and eating like, mayonnaise right tea. yeah mm-hmm. my girl eats mayonnaise from the jar while she's getting blazed Ew. oh the the thought of eating you never mayonnaise sit down with a nice just, nice bucket of dukes ugh. just just no no dukes is the way to go though that's the good mayonnaise. Now, if I, you had to eat mayonnaise out of the jar, which mayonnaise would you choose? Oh, Dukes. I Absolutely. Dukes. It'd be none. I'd rather no, just Dukes, Dukes has not. A, Dukes has more vinegar than Hellman, so it's got like a little bit more of that like sourness to it. I know it's not like mayonnaise, Dukes, but, but I think I would rather eat a spoonful of like Miracle Whip. You and Zach, man. Zach's because, and no, it's got flavor to it. This but like mayonnaise, you're just like eating like podcast. globs of like... Uh, Ew, that would be really gross. Dukes. We're if, trying to get a Duke sponsorship. If we yeah. could Sorry, um, shut the hell up. Dude, my you mom raised me on Dukes. <laughs> I'm a Dukes boy. I didn't know you had such a opinion You know what? I actually I used to not like mayonnaise at all. On, I used to not like mayonnaise or mustard or anything. <laughs> I used to be like the pickiest little bitch on sandwiches. I would put like ranch on sandwiches before I put mayonnaise on it. And now, dude, I will I will drown a sandwich in mayonnaise. Yeah, me too. I mayonnaise both pieces of bread for my sandwiches. Yeah, if I go to the hospital, my IV is going to be mayonnaise. No, I, I go hard with the mayonnaise and brown mustard on both pieces of bread. Mayonnaise and... 
And then some oil and vinegar, subspice, a little bit of hot sauce. Okay, not hot sauce. That'd probably be good. I don't eat my sandwiches fast enough to put oil and vinegar on them because then the bread gets soggy. Well, that's why you put it on the top one so that like... It's so good though. It only sogs the top of it. It doesn't make the bottom all soggy. It's crazy. Okay, What red wine vinegar can do to a sandwich? It's insane. Vic, who might be the least picky eater I've I was going to say, even as a kid, even as a kid, my parents were like, mushrooms? And I was like, sure. <laughs> They're like, over onions? And, and I was like, away. yeah, sure. sure. They're like, whatever this is? And I'm like, yeah, delicious. Sure, whatever. I, I think Leo just crop dusted us. It smells like, it smells like shit now. Grody. Savage. <laughs> SMH. Um, but yeah, Heat Waves. I cannot get enough of that song. Yeah, that song is really good. I love that song. The beat that is song, really nice. It just makes me feel so good to listen to it. Like all like the the initial beat of it is so good. Hang on, Leo's drinking water. Do you think we give up about Leo, bro? I heard I know you guys can't hear it, but in yeah, in audacity, it'll come through more. I'll feed you in a little bit, buddy. Heat waves? Yeah, it's pretty good, especially since it came out like I think right before summer. Yeah, I think. And then all of summer, that was like one of the songs I played a lot. Right, because this album. Because I was album... like, ooh, the heat waves. Well, yeah. heat waves. The album the came heat out. <laughs> I think the album came out in like July or August, but Heat Waves was one of the singles that they put out. They put out yep. Dreamland, uh, Tokyo Drifting, which came out. Deja vu. Yeah, it, it was uh, Dreamland, Your Love, and Heat Waves, I think, were the three singles. And technically, Tokyo Drifting was a single f- that they used on this album that's put yeah. out. But Tokyo Drifting's been out for longer Since than Since 2019? Else. I think that one came out the whole. Yeah. Like the year before the actual album it, came out. It wasn't part of this album. And then they just like threw it on there. Really? And it had its own cover. It was like a dragon fruit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I still I, I still have that cover favorited. Over and this it, one. it might have their intention might have been to put it on there, but like I, I I heard that song well before I heard anything about this album being a thing. Yeah. yeah, this this album came out on August 7th. Its original release date was supposed to be July 10th. Interesting. But for some reason it got pushed yeah, back. Yeah, they didn't want me to listen to it on my birthday. It's fine. COVID? Right. Was it because of COVID? Yeah, dude, Heat Waves, that, that first hit, yeah, Heat Waves came out June 29th is when the single was released. Um, yeah, Deja Vu, uh, Your Love, Deja Vu, came out February 19th. And then Dreamland was May 1st. Um, yeah, dude, but that, that first bass drop, so good at the start. Um, and then later on, there's another just another excellent use of like cutting the music and then yeah. bringing it all back in with like just a sudden drop again. Mm-hmm. I love that shit, dude. Heatwave's been faking me out. Heatwave's been faking me out. 
I will never it, well, that will never get old hearing artists use that like that device. Yeah, I just I I just throw that on. Feels like it's you know. It's a good song. Late night in the middle of June. Yes, sir. Heat waves been faking me yeah. out. Sheesh. Can I make you happy or not? He's spitting lines. Usually, <laughs> I see. Jamie's um, Jamie's freestyling. It's not plagiarism. It's not plagiarism. Uh, this is uh uh uh, uh free stuff. How did you guys feel about helium? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember what that sounds like off the top of my head. <laughs> it's the last one. It's the last. Album. Yeah, but I don't. You, if you told me what are the lyrics, I'd be like uh, helium for sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> he talks about helium balloons. It's a, it's a, it's a little bit long for me. Um, yeah, it, it's like five and a half, but it's kind of. Kind of in my mind, like two songs. Yeah, I was gonna say the first time yeah, I listened not, to it, I I uh, thought it was like helium, and then like a dreamland reprise or outer outerlude or something. Because, right. Because right. of the reintroduction of the dreamland melody and stuff, the piano notes from the beginning of the album. But then I was like, oh, it's just the whole song. It's just fine. yeah. And it and it lets it loop really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Because yeah, the first the first three minutes are kind of. You know, they're a distinct, different thing. Interesting. And it just feels like the whole track is, like, wrapping up the album. I feel like it's yeah. a very good... It uses a little bit of beats that were used early in the album. And then, yeah, like, the last minute and a half is, a, like, a variation of Dreamland. Where it's not quite the same thing, but it's enough where you're, like... If you've paid attention to the album, then you go, Oh, oh, that's that's the earlier one. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's the... We're ending where we started. <laughs> in Dave's mind. That's crazy. We're in his dreamland. Like it's all it's all Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It's all Shark Boy and Lava. <laughs> it oh, always that's cool. comes back. The end of the song is actually like um like the whole movie where it's like, um, hello, who is this? Hello? Are you watching TV? Say bye bye. And then they say bye bye. And that's like the last line of the mm-hmm. entire album is bye bye. And I guess, and I guess it's probably him as a kid. Aww. Or if that's not real, then they recorded it with a different kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, and so like the... Dave is a kid again? Oh, yeah, so it's, it's yeah, I guess I didn't even... Because now that you say that, in my mind, I know what that sounds like. But I didn't even pick up on the fact that like, the, once again, this happened with an earlier album. But like the last lines of the album are like, goodbye. Or, or like a, a farewell greeting. That's always the saddest. To me, that's like... Like, ending a chapter and then starting another one. Mm-hmm. Where, like, change is good, but, like, that, like, change part is still sad. Yeah. Yeah. About to make me cry. Glass animals got me fucked up. But yeah, I, uh, so that, that wraps up my notes. Mm-hmm. I, I like Domestic Bliss. I like the, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, <laughs> I like the way oh, that you like But I'm, I'm probably not going to cut that in. Uh, I just, I just like that song. Are you going? Are you going pudgy? But domestic right? bliss is, Jordan. domestic bliss is actually really sad. Yeah, it's about like that. That one's like like an abusive relationship. It's not even undercover sad. Like no happy melody. Yeah, no, that one's straight up. Yeah. Why did you go back for that kiss? Uh, something about getting hit. 
maybe tastes like maybe, you. Maybe, maybe it tastes, it tastes like, like him, him when you've got tears on your lips. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that, that one is that one is not uh for the faint of heart. Not subliminal. You, no. It's like this one is sad. Oh, the beat's good. sad too. <clears throat> did, did, Man, did the glue go Dave off? has a, a very happy sounding life, but then if you listen to the lyrics, it's very sad. Yeah, dude, it's like if you listen to Agnes on how to be a human being. Yeah, you know who yeah. also is really sad too? Wavy Davy's also pretty sad. Yeah. Well. No, Wavy Davy's on fire. He is not sad. Oh, Wavy is he? Davies is he sad because he's on fire? I was about to say. No, he he wants it. Oh, he want. Are you? Are he you set sure himself he wants on, to be fire. on fire, bro? Yeah, he said it. Did you not? Does he sound like he doesn't want to be on fire? No, he sounds really enthusiastic about being on fire. He's he's lo- he's totally he lit himself on fire. On fire. Lit him on self. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have any have any uh, final notes before you? Before we slap the old numerical rating on this hoss, I don't think, I think so. so. Vic, do you have any any parting thoughts? No, you pretty much went over all of them. <laughs> all right. Um. So then, Vic, since you are <gasps> no, the, I don't want to go first. You're the you album selector. To. You have to go first. No, the best goes last. Everyone else. Goes no, first. I go last because I have to announce. Jamie next. has to go last. Confirm. Set in stone. And Nikki. Okay. Jordan well, then, f- can I go third? Sure. You can't tell, but I'm doing that little watery eye emoji. <laughs> Alright, well, Nick and Jordan, I guess, what do you go for? Alright, we'll have to fight earlier. Jordan, you guys go. I'll be nice this week. Alright, thank you, Sir Nicholas. You're welcome. Thank you, Sir Nicholas. Um, I'm going to give this album a 4-7. I'm going to give it a 7. What? Oh. That's like the highest guest album that Jordan's ever not hated. Actually. <laughs> Is it tied with Dark Side of the Moon? The highest. Dark Side of the Moon for him was a six. The highest oh, okay. guest album Jordan has rated was Lawrence. Which was what again? It's Lawrence. Living Room by Lawrence. Well, what? I mean, what did I give that? It was the one that David chose. Seven and a half. Oh, oh really? Oh, whatever, David. Yeah. I meant I meant <laughs> yeah. to say seven and a half. Oh, no. Uh, you're good. Uh, so, he said seven and a half. You heard that? David's uh, dead. He <laughs> At seven, it's tied with White Bronco. Okay. For the second highest um, guest rating. Okay. I'll nice. take it. White Bronco. Dude, as far it's as better I'm than the four that you gave Arctic Monkeys. I know. <laughs> White Bronco wasn't a guest rating four. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't it, think it was it a guest one either. I meant like that he didn't pick. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's not a I don't know why I said guest. guest no, that's You're not. right. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, what, what, is your, uh, what is your rating, sir? Um, I'll give it a six. Because I, 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 almost, went, I almost went seven, too. But uh, I don't know. Six, I said six out loud. I kind of want to give it a six and a half. Okay. I'll give it a six yeah, and a half, half because I uh, I don't know like I feel like pop has always been my least favorite genre I guess which stems mm. from how uh, gatekeeping and like real music yeah how I used to be <laughs> and yeah and I still like the like Tangerine I love to listen to that song and Heat Waves but uh, I don't know I just tend to pick other stuff more 
But yeah, six and a half is okay. six and a half is my personal score. But I do recognize that okay. it is like a very catchy album for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right, so Vic, what is what is your rating? You have to go. Ooh, I want to say like an eight and a half. For reference, you gave AM a nine. Yeah, I want to say this isn't my favorite album by them, mm-hmm. but it is really good. Okay, I, Zaba is still my favorite. So if we're rating it like, so bro, rate it however you want. We make this up. Okay, every so week. every week I'm gonna just I'm gonna explain why I'm okay. Justify it. Yes. So I think that Zaba's like a nine, like a solid nine. Okay. So this one's not as good as Zaba, so it's like it. I would say like an eight and a half. Eight and a half. All right. You say Abba? It's Zaba. Oh, like Avril Lavigne. No, like Appa. Oh, yip, like yip. like that one so thing cool. from uh oh like that uh, Naruto. Oh yeah, yeah, Avatar, Avatar. I, yeah, that's Dragon what it's like, it's called like Napa Know How or something from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Napa Know How. Honestly, I can't. The, the, there's Honestly, too many what's the difference? My, there's too many references in my head right now. Bro, we can't even process which one to go. We can't with. be talking about Napa with with a seasoned O'Reilly veteran guest on the podcast. Oh, there's no way. Oh, wait, who? Jamie or Vic? No, David. Da- I think oh, David still works okay, okay, okay. For, in some capacity, still works at O'Reilly. Oh, 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 <laughs> I thought that you were you're just like Vic works at O'Reilly. Well, no, I thought he said he said a seasoned veteran, so I thought I thought they don't. They didn't work there anymore, but they like could have. Bro, Vic, there. what's your favorite car part? Uh, yeah, bro. What's the windshield lappers. What's your favorite car heart? The heart. He's talking about jackets. I don't know. Oh, um, the beanies. So I guess I guess it's my rating then, and I am going to. I'm going to make history as the first ten in a row. Double tens because I'm gonna give this oh, a ten. You're just Holy saying that because it's crap. the one that I no, picked. dude. I love this album. Simp, I've been listening to I, like it. We are 19 days into 2021. I've probably listened to this song or this album 30 times. That's us. That's okay. <laughs> All <right>. Yeah, <laughs> he has listened to it a lot because when he was like, maybe not. 30, oh no, I but, have to listen to Dreamlands. Uh, it's not uh, like I just listened to it five times today before you told dude, me that you're gonna uh, pick no, Dreamlands. See, that's the thing. Is I'm. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Okay, maybe maybe not thirty because that would be a lot three of halves every day. Um, but there are there are days where I listen to it. Three or four times, so Man. the whole album. Yeah, I just, I just on repeat, there. on repeat. On Not repeat, necessarily like back to back, but like you know, sometimes I'll listen to it in the morning, sometimes in the evening. You know, I, I like during one zombies game. Like if it's really long, I will just throw it on in the background. I listen to it twice. Oh yeah, dang. Yeah, I don't know. I just this this, this I cannot get this album out of my head. I got so you. yes, I will give it a ten. For the second week in a row, which brings our average score to eight overall, which puts this at tied. Wait, no, it's not tied, but it is in fourth place below Dark Side of the Moon and above all 
the pop stuff that's tied with RKS. The There's like four albums right there. Um, is it tied? So it's tied with everything? No, it's right above it. No, it's uh, literally tied. Those with are all tied at seven point eight, done. and this yeah. one is yeah. eight even. Pretty much. But it's right below Dark Side of the Moon, which is eight point four three. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's good. You know, dude, the past two weeks we've had a, we've had a couple bangers, crazy ones. according to our metrics. Doozies, yeah, I know. I liked it. I, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed the album. So then we'll see about next week because I don't know about you guys, but next week is an entirely fresh listen for me. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I know it, Jordan. This is a fresh listen for you too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Now, I don't know about Nick, but like I. Like, this is so fresh, I hadn't even heard of this band. Um, but we are going to be bringing Nick's roommate, and then ex-roommate, and then once again reunited prodigal roommate, uh, Craig, is going to be joining yes, us. Sir. Uh, yes, sir. Who's honestly the, the man that is the reason that me, Nick, Zach, our friend, and a couple of our other friends have jobs where we have jobs. Um, True. Is he the most influential person in the building? We'll discuss that. Uh, he's only going... five foot tall, but he's pretty cool. <laughs> five foot tall of awesome. Five feet of pure cool. I, I think he's. I think he's taller than. He's, five he's feet. at least. Know. We'll we'll clarify. We'll clarify. He, Sorry, I, this I just he's... in. He's not five feet. He's not <laughs> five two. At least five five. We'll see. But I don't know. We'll, we'll get some measurements. Um, but he chose for us to listen to. The Color Spectrum, which is actually a collection of a bunch of other just like, I don't know EPs. if they're, in my mind, they would be EPs mm-hmm. because they're only four tracks, yeah. but it's a bunch, it, it's either like eight or nine um, albums that are four songs each and they are representative of the color spectrum. There's like the red album and the orange album. And, yeah. And he, he made a playlist that kind of is the entire collection. Uh, so we're going to be listening to that. Going to be talking about it with him. Yeah. It's going to we'll be interesting. It, we'll probably have it linked in case anybody wants to listen to it. It's two hours, two and a half hours. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll tweet out. Um, She's a lengthy one. Length. Yeah, it'll be. It's a girthy. You'll be able to find it on uh, on our Twitter account. I'll add a link and have it make the playlist public. I've seen um, some people on TikTok, or I think it's one person on TikTok that made multiple playlists and they described them by colors, but not just like like rainbow, like red to like mm-hmm. I don't know brown. They have like every like shade and like tone of color. Yeah. So it's like for this mood you would want to listen to like this huh. playlist and it's like lilac Chartreuse. oh i don't even I, I don't think i said it. it the the albums are by the deer hunter is the artist i don't think I, I don't think i said that at the top but yeah so we'll be checking out the color spectrum according to the deer hunter oh. and yeah like like we said we'll be sure to to link the playlist um and have him make it public before uh so hopefully by the time you hear this, you'll be able to check out the whole uh, the, the whole, whole color wheel, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's more than the color wheel because color wheel doesn't have like brown on it. You're ruining it. Oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> color wheel, pie, d- diameter, radius, orange. 
We'll cut that. Uh, nothing gets cut. We've talked about it before. Oh, nothing? Oh, okay, let me just... Even though, literally earlier in this, I think I referenced where I had to cut it. Uh, who knows? And you just were part of a cut. Thank you. No, that's... No, it's it's a red herring. Um, so I guess... Let's let's knock it out. We got kind of long. Uh, let's knock it out real quick. What has everyone been listening to other than this album? I listened to Control by SZA the first time. It was okay. Yes, sir. It was all right. Okay. Is that a, is that a song or the album? That's the uh, album. The album. Come on, Jamie. Is that the one the... where it's her like in, in front of the grass? computers? Yes. Well, yeah, computers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to Good. It's called Good Days, right, Nick? Yeah, that's her new single. Bye. I, I haven't listened to that yet. Um, uh, I've listened to a lot of pop smoke still um i think i'm never gonna get tired of that but we'll see um and i've just been putting it like my like shuffled like songs again still kind of hard to listen to a lot of music but i'm trying to i still need to listen to my uh made discovery for you stuff like the weekly discovery thing i need oh, yeah. to because i know i'll find good music on i there, saw but... I have the same thing where with the so nights, I find a lot of shit through those too. I'm so lazy though, bro. I hate my Sometimes family. I'm not in like the mood to listen to new music. Like yeah, there's, I have there's to, a like, comfort of listening to music. Feel like know. listening to new music. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, then I'm like, man, all this is garbage. Skip, 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 right. skip. Right. And then yeah, and then you're kinda like closing the door before it's even open, you know? Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that for sure. Yeah, I've kind of I've done the same thing where I just have been in like a uh, kind of like a I guess like a rut. Not, not necessarily a rut, because I feel like rut has negative, um, like a negative sound to it, like a negative connotation, but just like, I've been doing that this week, just haven't really listened to anything new, only been listening to like a few different albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even like old podcast episodes of stuff, just because they're really funny. I don't know. Maybe I've been stressed and I need more uh, subliminal comfort, who knows, or subconscious comfort. True. Uh, Vic, what have you been listening oh, yeah, to? Sure. Oh, me? No, please, please, Vic. Please. Nick, Nick or Vic? Vic, with the V. Whoever. Please, oh, please. Okay. After you. Um, I haven't per se been listening to like one person or like one band or just like whatever makes me feel happy. Makes sense. Because I'm like you know out with the uh, awful 2020, in with the hopefully less awful 2021. Yeah. So I'm like you know change that like sadness and like try to make it <laughs> if you listen to enough happy music then i feel like I think you know helps. just like yeah music influences mood i get that manifesting right that's the thing <laughs> manifesting's all the rage get now. the get the crystals out man pray to those bad boys you know i gotta wash my Incense. crystals i gotta wash my crystals <laughs> energy's bad i'm gonna wash <laughs> crystals nothing but a little dawn won't clear but up mercury's in gatorade is that what one of you said? <laughs> Mercury's in Gatorade. Where's my dawn? <laughs> oh my god! Nick, what have you been listening to? <laughs> Get the courts! Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Smartless ever since you recommended it to me. The podcast. It's a good one. It's so good. Get another podcast that we will plug, and they won't notice. Yes, but it is good. Check it out. It's very uh, fun <laughs> and insightful. Yeah, it's pretty. They good. Ask good questions. Uh, I listen to for being uh, like a celebrity podcast. They ask really good questions. Yeah, I listened to their Paul McCartney episode today, and mm-hmm. when um, 
when Sean Hayes revealed Paul McCartney to Jason Bateman and Will Arnett, it, like Jason was like, "No, you're joking, right?" And like they they like <laughs> took away like the the hidden filter from Paul McCartney's face on the webcast. And Will Arnett talks yeah. about it at the end of the podcast, saying that Jason's like entire demeanor just like shifted to like serious professional mode, and was like, "Oh my god!" Like, uh, the one of the Beatles <laughs> is so here. Funny. Oh my god! <laughs> and they they had to they had yeah. to rein it in for that episode. Yeah. But uh, the Neil deGrasse Tyson one I like a lot. Okay, yeah. But besides that, sounds cool. Um, the band, not the show, Twin Peaks. I've been listening to them. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Not the restaurant? No, not the restaurant either. <laughs> um, different, different vibe. Very different vibe. Uh, some Steely Dan, some Outlaw Country, like Waylon Jennings, a uh, little bit of Chris Christopherson. That is very much different than Twin Peaks, the restaurant. Yes, very different. I don't know. I feel like Waylon Jennings, out of anyone else, is probably pretty... He's closer on that spectrum than anything else you just said. I guess, yeah. But, uh, I feel like people who frequent ten, Twin Peaks listen to the uh, old country radio on Sirius XM. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like Maybe they listen just to just a more, hypothesis. Like, Jason Aldean, like like Pander Country, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's pretty much it. A little bit of little bit of Baby Keem too. But he's different. Interesting. Like Keemstar? Not Keemstar, no. Oh, Welcome back team. to drama alert. <laughs> Let's get right shit. into the nest. <laughs> it's drama alert nation. <laughs> I'm a human piece of shit. <laughs> Shane Dawson fucked his cat. Oh, my oh whoa, whoa. Charlie <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess with that, we can go ahead and wrap it up. We wanted to say thanks again for checking out this week's episode. Remember to tune in next week, where we're going to be taking a look at The Color Spectrum, a collection of albums by The Deer Hunter. We're going to be joined by Craig. We're going to be wrapping up our two months of guest appearances. And then the following week, we're going to be back with someone choosing it. I do not remember who. We will know next week. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, be sure to take a listen to the playlist. We're going to make sure to link that, get it out there, blast it out a little bit. Um, you know, so you can kind of have your own mental thoughts and mentally join in the discussion with us a little bit. Um, you can also physically join in the discussion by leaving a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on YouTube, or you can also tweet them at us. We are on Twitter at at list up podcast. And that's also where you'll be able to find the link for the playlist. But that account, as well as all of our personal handles, are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Uh, For now, we'll catch you next week, and remember to listen up!